You're listening to Total Party Kill, a podcast from The Incomparable, in which a bunch of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet, all for your amusement. This is episode 27, part 4 of the Dragonforge and Associates storyline, posted July 2014. Rat Burrito We're back with Total Party Kill, and once again, here are your dungeon masters, Dan Morin and Tony Sintelar. Hello. Also, hello. <laughs> hello. So, to refresh uh, the memory of our listeners, um, should we just have a quick uh, reminder of people uh, and who they are playing? It's a good idea. All right. Mm-hmm. Jason, kick us off for us. All right. I am Jason, and I am playing Peter Dragonforge. Uh, he his dad had a really nice basement, which therefore has made us uh, Dragonforge and Associates. And uh, he's a lawful good human paladin who thinks everything is good and worships the god Bahamut, or as you call him, Bahamut. Whatever. Let's continue to the right, Ren. Hello, I'm Ren, and I'm playing Cat, who's a female druid of some sort? <laughs> you should know this. This, this is not a hard one. I couldn't remember if she was a full elf or a half elf. Half elf. She's got some family issues. Turns out you've been reduced to quarter elf. <laughs> that attitude. One sixteenth Cherokee. Next elf problems. It's just enough. Anyway, she's off on her very first adventure looking for a cure that will help rid her homeland of a terrible blight. All right, Erica. I am playing Flessa. Flessa is a very tiny, very simple human acrobat. Sarah? I am playing a Dwarven Cleric, Rizwin, and I am wandering through Undermountain in search of clues of my clan. Steve Lutz. Hello! I am Olestrin, a elven ranger who doesn't much like nature. Or (laughs) elves, very much, for that matter. Self-loathing. No, I like myself just fine. I'm just not hot on (laughs) other elves. And Monty. I am playing Melek, a tiefling wizard. 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 <laughs> I know the arcane secrets of things. Excellent. What kinds of things? All things. Ooh. <laughs> so, now that we've refreshed people's memory about our intrepid party of adventurers, we would like to ask if any of our so-called intrepid adventurers remember what happened last time. No. Oh, we fought a bunch of statues. <laughs> statues. Yes. Oh, I remember that. I, all right. There's a big remember? hole in the middle of a box. I got Does a book from a library. For the statues. Yeah. What you're doing, where you are, what you're doing here, and what well, has happened Well, we were in so the far. Undermountain. We descended through the Yawning Portal uh, in order to search uh, for... There was a face and a stone. <laughs> no. No. The Urmbrusk. <laughs> we're looking for Rutherford Urmbrusk, who was lost here with his party of adventurers about a month ago, including a, a fellow named Czar, who a guy at the bar also asked us to uh, find and I believe maybe kill. Kill, Because yeah. he had yeah. taken out some money on... <laughs> Don't mention it! <laughs> on, uh, on him being dead. So uh, what we what we did then is we descended, we found the guy who was a survivor and sent threw him in the basket, set the basket back up, uh, went through a door, down a hallway, found a room full of uh, mur- murderous statues, uh, went went to the right, and knocked all those guys out of commission, went through a door, and we found a room full of goblins and kobolds or something like that, as well as a guy, apparently, who is that czar Name that we heard czar? about. Yeah. Or is And also, also, I totally picked up a book from that library room. You did. That's true. Right? I yeah. did. 
That's going to come in handy. So if you if you do recall, the last thing, um, I think maybe one of you listened at the door before you opened it, and you heard some various talking in kobold and goblin languages. Um, and you may have heard them say, Zar is our leader. Yes. As you burst into the room. Following a trail of blood. Following a trail of blood. Now, to describe what you're seeing a little bit before you, as these kobolds and goblins are somewhat startled by your appearance, there appeared to be a couple benches full of kobolds and goblins um, sitting there, looking up at another uh, kobold-looking figure who is sort of standing in front of them and seems to be, like, giving them stuff to repeat. Um, And they appear to be chanting sort of in name like, Zar is our leader. But they seem very, very startled as you burst into the room, and they reach for their weapons. So for our listeners at home, our adventurers have just burst into uh, a rather large room with uh, several pillars, um, and they're seeing an image that it's, it's kind of set up as, uh, it appears to be some kind of living quarters for these kobolds and goblins. There's some beds and food preparation areas and a rack of weapons, and there does seem to be a figure chained to one of the pillars far across the room from them who is possibly, uh, one, one could surmise, uh, where the trail of blood led to. In fact, they probably see some drops of blood leading up to the, you know, rather badly injured person chained to the wall there. Can you make anything more out about that figure? Uh, probably going to be challenging as you've just kicked in a door and there's now a fight. So you could you could spend some time studying and taking that in. <laughs> you might get stabbed to death in the interim. I have yeah, these things called eyes and they work exceedingly quickly. So okay. I'm just well, thinking. We'll find out about that on your turn. Well, all right. I, I feel, but probably this would be a great time to roll for initiative. Well, I, f- oh, no. I feel like we, we should try to calm them down and say we seek Czar and are friends of Czar and do not wish to harm them. Uh, is Peter stepping forward and announcing this? Who do we have? Rushing forward into the who room. Who do we have who is... Well, well, I think I already rushed forward Peter's, into the room. Peter definitely rushed forward. I also may have rushed forward. Uh, I, and I'm good with diplomacy, <laughs> so... He's much better than I me. I would really like to say, friends, we seek uh, we seek Czar um, and his compatriots, uh, but uh, and, and to wish you no harm. We, we, we do not wish to attack you or, or Czar. Give us a diplomacy roll. All right, so that's D20 plus my modifier. Indeed. I would like to just point out that I do speak goblin, so anything they say back, if it happens to be in goblin, I at least will be able to understand good it. Good to know. 27. That is a pretty good diplomacy roll. Um, they seem to falter slightly, but they still are not exactly cool with you bursting into this room. You, you've intruded on our, our space. Lay down your weapons. Sorry, we tripped. Would, would, would you like us to go back out and knock? Drop your weapons and we'll talk. Hmm. Okay. I put my Warhammer down. Or whatever it is I'm carrying. <laughs> whatever you call this thing. Sure, I will drop the knife that happens to be in my hand at the moment. I will, uh... I will set my, my sword down within reach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Friends. a weapon. All I have is well, they, they can't, orb. I think they can't even see you. <laughs> I think they can't even see you back there. Um, Good. Just looking for Czar. Want to talk to him. Definitely don't want to get in a fight with you guys. Uh, we were sent looking for Czar and some of the other members of his band by the family. How, do you, how did you get through the, the through through the statues? Those are supposed to protect us. This is our space. You're intruding. Oh, well, the statues shot at us, so we disabled them so we wouldn't die. You smashed our statues? Only the cross. <laughs> we were looking. Only the cross. We're looking part. to save people. We we lost like eight men trying to figure out how to set those up. Well, wow. Um, 
Sorry to hear that. Well, the guy who survived should be able to do it again very easily then. Except for the parts we smashed. But it was us or them. There's like, there's like 20 more statues out there, dude. It should be easy enough to set another we one. Only, we only broke the ones on this side. The other side is great. I could probably turn some of them back on. So uh, do, you, do you happen to know Czar? Czar is our boss. He's in charge of this whole area. Oh, you're on, cool. You're on Czar's turf right now. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Um, so that means he's alive. That's great. Yeah, he's very much alive. That's great. That's good. We heard he was alive. Glad to hear that. He doesn't like you, probably. I don't know. Why not? I don't know. We're, We've never met. He had his buddy uh, Rutherford uh, Urmbrusk with him, and the Urmbrusk family wants to know what happened to the whole party, and we'd love to ask Czar what happened. I don't know anything about that. Look, I work for Czar. I'm doing a good job. I bring in people. He likes that. We go out. We get people. Some of them we rough up. Some of them we kill. We bring them back to Czar. You know... Everything works out. You're 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 messing everything up. Can, can we? Why don't you go get Czar and bring him here, and uh, then he can deal with us personally. They look pretty uncomfortable with that suggestion. <laughs> I don't know about that. So, um, Erica, I believe you speak Goblin, correct? I do. Mm-hmm. And you hear two of the the Goblins who you've mainly been uh, conversing with directly with the leader of the Kobolds. There, the two Goblins kind of elbow each other and start Ooh. chatting to themselves and, and kind of whispering in Goblinoid. Um, and they say, seem to be talking about how they're going to, you know, murder you as soon as they have the chance. Ah, I see. Goblins okay, say that, that stuff I'm all the time. Standing next to her. That looks I, like Olus. No, I'm all right, still so, alive. I think you're standing next to Cat. Peter's there, all the way out. I'm going to go ahead and slide into the room, if I may, and just kind of step behind this pillar here. And Alestrin, do you still have a weapon out, or have you laid your weapon on the floor the way they asked? Uh, it's still, I think, hanging over my shoulder or wherever I generally keep it. It's not it. in keep, hand. Keep it, keeping it casual. Exactly right. Just over one shoulder. If either, if I can get close enough to either Melek or Rizwin to um, just kind of whisper to them, being like, uh, they're talking about killing us. I'd say you're close um, enough to Melek to easily be able to whisper that to him. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm the one uh, way in the boss? back over here. Boss, they're talking about killing us. It doesn't sound good. Hmm. One of the goblins kind of takes a step in front of the uh, the kobolds in, slightly in your direction. I, um, uh, I'm i going to pick up my sword while gesturing <laughs> with my other hand that we don't want to fight. But we, we're, we're going to be ready to defend ourselves. Would you consider that? Are you? Let me ask you a question. Do you think that that would be a diplomacy or is that a bluff? <laughs> I feel like it's diplomacy. I'm still trying to talk to them, and also I have a better number for diplomacy. <laughs> Very uh, practical. A, tr- a true player's argument. Go. For, why don't you roll another diplomacy check? 26. That's pretty good. My teeth are very white and sparkly. <laughs> Look, let me level with you. We're kind of out of room for more prisoners right now, but it looks like you've got some nice stuff on you. Maybe you throw down whatever you have of worth, turn around and walk away. That's the best deal you're getting out of this situation. I pick Maybe up my if you bring Czar here and he uh, agrees. Czar doesn't idea, get we'll brought anywhere. Things Look, get brought to Czar. I can tell you guys probably will get in trouble if you do something that displeases Czar. So I wouldn't recommend you do anything that might displease him. And uh, perhaps the best way to avoid displeasing him would be to bring him here and find out what he wants to do with us. Or maybe we could go see him. With our stuff. 
We could show him our stuff. <laughs> the uh, the kobolds start sort of shifting, taking up a position that seems like more like they can, you know, cover you guys. They don't seem very... Uh, though Peter is being very diplomatic, it does not seem as though that is necessarily within the range of things that they are likely to do. I, I definitely mentioned I picked up my axe already, right? Because we didn't prepare for yep. that. <laughs> Yeah, I think I will also grab my knife. I would like to move closer to the door. I'm going to also move right here. You guys, as the goblins, as people are kind of shifting around in this tense kobold goblin Mexican Mexican standoff, people take up slight positions. Hey, wait, there are Mexicans too? (laughs) Backstory. It's the dude that's tied to the pillar in the back. Kobolds of Mexican descent. Good God. All right. I have a burrito here. I'm really... I'll share it with you. Do you actually have a burrito? Roll, no, roll bluff. I don't. <laughs> that's that's I, bluff. I have already stolen the burrito. I got peckish. Okay. So as as, as things are I, I rolled tense, a 20 bluff for my burrito, by the way. <laughs> hmm. I, I am hungry, and I've been eating nothing but rats for weeks. While this is happening... The, oh, uh, sorry. It's a rat burrito. Unfortunately... Um, I assume they ate the trash the bar threw down that giant hole. You, know, yeah. you guys have picked up your weapons. Uh, the the goblins um, have their blades drawn. The kobolds have little slings, and one of the kobolds has he has it looks like kind of like a small kind of fist sized clay pot is loaded into a little slingshot that he's got pulled back and pointed oh, at you guys. Shit. And his hand slips, <laughs> and a clay pot whizzes across the room in the direction of Peter. So much for diplomacy. All right. Uh, so here we go. A clay pot. Wait, is this Peter standing near me? He is. Oh, he man. is, in All fact, right. right next to you. Uh, a 20 versus AC. That's a miss. The clay pot explodes <laughs> next to you, uh, showering what appears to be, you think, although you're not entirely sure because it, it mostly missed you. It's poop, isn't um, it? Glue. Oh. Some sort of sticky adhesive. That's not good. Steve, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> it's a family-friendly I gotta podcast. go. You could, get, <laughs> you could get glue in it. That would be bad. Okay, so this is our first uh, real combat encounter in this campaign. This is your first I'm opportunity skeptical. to fight creatures that move. <laughs> yeah. See if you do better against them than you do against statues. Keen. Um, so we are going to go in initiative order. Um, as I sort of advance through this, you'll see whoever's turn will pop to the top of the turn order window. Um, and on your turn, you can take some actions. So we'll start with Rizwin, who has rolled a pretty impressive 21 initiative. What would you like Heck to yeah. do? Um, I'm trying to find out if cause fear is like a distance thing or only for right next to me. Uh, if you look at it, it should give you the range at the top of the power. Ten. Oh, that's a lot of range. Dan, yeah. I, I have to apologize. Okay, I have I have a fu- a modifier I didn't put in my initiative roll. Uh, and it should take it into account. Okay. It did with me anyway. I can't roll a twenty-one with a d twenty. Oh, that's fair enough. Okay, great. I can actually look at it, and I believe you're you're. I believe you're. In, I just you're, rolled you're really referred, badly. Okay, got you're it. referring to your improved initiative. Yes. Yeah, that's taking into account. You rolled a five. Pretty bad. Okay, got it. Pro tip: roll higher numbers. <laughs> I am living in my parents' basement. I don't have much initiative. Okay. All right. So, Sarah. Who just said roll higher numbers? Was that Tony? Just Tony. Um, okay. So, who, which, which of the, uh, our opponents that I can see looks the most dangerous? Uh, why don't you give me a perception roll? It seems very okay. dark in here, too. What's up with that? 
I'll fix uh, that. Perception. The torch people are outside. But don't these guys have light? I guess not. I see torches all around the periphery of the room. Kobolds are horrible interior decorators. No, no offense, but it's true. There's some sort of spit of meat roasting not in the center. Not very high. Yeah. Provide some light. All right. So you are able to see with a with a seven on your perception. Uh, you know, there's there's five adversaries or five obvious adversaries in the room across from you. Uh, there's two goblins up at the front, and they're armed with little de- little pointy daggers. Uh-huh. Uh, there's two kobolds kind of behind them. Um, that have slings, with, and they've got little bandoliers with clay pots. And we just saw one of those whiz uh, off in the direction of Peter, but it didn't hit him. <laughs> wow. That's good, because I, I don't want him whizzing on me. The, uh, <laughs> the fifth and final adversary behind that, it, there is a kobold who was doing most of the talking during your little negotiation strategy. And he seems to just be armed with, it looks like just a stick. Go right okay. for him. I'm going to cause fear on that guy. On stick guy? Stick guy. All right. How do that, I... that guy is what we call a kobold worm priest. A what? A worm priest. A worm priest. Yeah. DMs, is the lighting really this bad in here? I mean, like I'm fixing it. Okay, Dan, it's fixing it. Thanks, Dan. Okay. Oh, so do... Yeah, that's much better. Ah, yeah. There's guys. This dungeon has a dimmer switch. <laughs> We've cranked it up. I see oh, language it. lessons down in the bottom right. Mood there. lighting. All right. Um, yeah. So. So I roll a d20, right? Huh? To yes. see if I hit him. All right. And add yes, you've added your modifier there, which is five. Um, can you tell me what is that attacking? It's attacking the guy with the stick. Uh, up at the top, this guy up here. Yeah, All right. that guy. And tell me, um, according to your uh, power, what defense does that target? Uh, say versus something. Versus wisdom MC versus reflex. will. Will. So okay. targets his will. So was that first one? You rolled a two and then a seventeen. Was one of those? That was seven. Was her? Uh, the seven no, the seven. Perception. The seven was perception, and then the twenty-two gotcha. was. Okay, versus... so that's a twenty-two versus will. Yeah, yeah. you nail that guy. Tell yeah. me what happens to him. Uh, he gets really afraid. So the target is compelled to take a free action to move as far away from you as it can, moving a number of squares equal to the speed plus my charisma modifier, which is apparently <laughs> plus two. Avoids okay. hindering terrain, difficult terrain if it can. Movement is not considered forced movement, so it does provoke opportunity attacks. So, so the sight of this uh, imposing dwarf cleric uh, entering the room uh, causes this kobold to suddenly decide that he would like to be pretty far away. All right, so he sort of takes off down here. Uh, he's probably going all the way as far as he can mm. down into this corner. <laughs> Hiding behind, sort of like yeah, he's hiding behind his little bed rolls, and he's like, "You guys deal with them." Now, Rizwin, can I just check? Does that power target one person or one area? Just one person. Okay, so the kobold worm priest is—he's pretty spooked. How long does does that have a? um... I think it's just a one-time thing. All right, so he may be back, but right now he is—he is running away and trying to keep his distance from Rizwin, who seems pretty scary. Heck yeah, I am pretty scary. So what kind of action was that? Was that a standard action? It was a standard action. All right, you still have a move and a minor at your disposal. All right. I totally forget what the minor action... Do a little dance. Mostly it's a question of whether you have any powers that do minor actions. Um... Uh, Yes, I do, in fact. I have a... uh, Favor of the Gods, turn undead. These guys are obviously not undead. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, you may not. I mean, if you don't, if you don't have a minor action to do, you can just pass on that. I will cast right? a healing word on myself because I do not have that many hit points. Okay. So I'm casting that. Gain one d six additional hit points. Okay. Um. So 
healing surge and plus 1d6. Okay. Oops. So, well, how much is a healing surge again? It depends on your character. It's on the front, front page underneath where your hit points are. Under where my hit points are. Okay. Surge value is... It's generally about a seven. quarter of your total. Yeah. Okay. So, it's 7 plus 1d6, which at this point is 1. That's not very many. Oh, eight hit points back. Eight hit points back, which I think gets me back to full power. Okay. Would you like to move at all? Um, I think I will stay where I am because I have some cover. All right. Total Party Kill is brought to you by Audible, the best source for audiobooks. Audible.com provides more than 150,000 audiobooks to choose from. There's fiction and nonfiction, bestsellers, Every category imaginable, I looked it up, there are Dungeons and Dragons related novels on Audible. So you can enter this magical world, not with us, but with like professional writers and, and professional readers, enter the world of Dungeons and Dragons on Audible. It's, on, it's not like a streaming or rental service. When you buy a book on Audible, you own it. It's yours to keep. Um, and you can listen on just about any device imaginable, including iPhones, iPods, iPads, Android, Kindle Fire, Windows Phone, any MP3 player you can name. You can listen, and there's even chapter navigation and annotated bookmarks so that you can always know where your place is. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash totalpartykill, all one word, audiblepodcast.com slash totalpartykill for a free 30-day trial. You get a free audiobook and a free trial at audiblepodcast.com slash totalpartykill, and you'll let them know that we sent you. And thank you so much to Audible for sponsoring Total Party Kill. We will move on, in that case, to Flessa. Can somebody please refresh my memory as to what the range on a thrown dagger is? It doesn't say on my power or my sheet. I believe the range on a throw dagger is not super far, but I think it's six. Let me look it up. I, really quick. I was thinking it was five or six. I think it's five or it may ten be at a disadvantage. Maybe less than Yeah. Um, sorry. It is thrown. Yep. So five, and you can throw it up to ten with a penalty. I believe it'll be a minus two. Is it minus two? Yeah. Okay. Hmm, okay. One, two, three, four, five. So I have to move up a little bit in order to be able to throw. I don't really feel like racing right into the middle of combat because I've been told not to do that. So instead, I'm going to move to the good spots behind the pillars are already taken, you (laughs) cowards. Guys, I put a lot of pillars in the map. Feel free to use all the pillars. Some of them may have blades in the base, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to go behind this pillar over here. All right. Um, and wait, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so that still puts me within five of. <laughs> Has he moved yet or done anything yet? I in action is he flat-footed? Is basically <sighs> what I'm asking. Um, he did get up from that bench, but he didn't really move when since you were in combat. So I would say that you, you're asking if you have combat advantage on him. Yep, so. probably. Sure Probably not at this yeah. point, since he's already... He's been waiting. Okay. He had his blade out waiting for you guys to fight, right? Gotcha. So Okay. Good enough. Just curious. All right. Well, either way, I am going to toss a sly flourish in his general direction. <laughs> and if I'm lucky, I will hit. Eighteen. Nice. All right. So that is an 18 versus... Is that AC? AC. All right. Yeah, you nail that goblin in the shoulder with your dagger. Awesome. So I will do nine points of damage. All right. He will take 
nine points of damage. He looks unhappy about that. Uh, would you've moved and you've thrown a dagger? I've moved. Anything else to do? Yes. Um, I don't have any ranged miners, so I will just stay here. All right, we're up to cat. All right, um, I'm going to move into the room, uh, and I'm let's see, is that a range ten? It is a range ten. Uh, I'm going to use grasping tide. Um, she's a burst one, and I'm going to drop it right here so it hits those three dudes. All right. Um, and grasping tide, a vortex of water appears amidst your foes, drawing them into its grasp. Well, they seem pretty startled about that. Let's uh, rolls. You must start with the uh, kobold no, at the top, and then move yet. to the goblins. To the goblins. Sure. Plus seven. Okay. That's fifteen for the kobolds against fortitude. That will hit the kobold. What about the goblins? Twenty-three. Yep. And 10. Probably not. Uh, let's see. Versus fortitude. That will not hit the last goblin. So you hit the uh, kobold and the middle goblin. Okay. So they each take 7 damage. Okay. And in addition to that, until the end of my next turn, if they leave the burst area of effect, which FYI is this, um, I can use an opportunity attack sh- action to make a secondary attack. All right, that is that's good to know. Does that apply only to the ones that you hit, though? I think so. Yes. Okay, that lead goblin that Flessa hit with a dagger and has now been slightly drowned as well is not looking great. He is bloodied. Woohoo! Cat, you have moved cool. and used and at will. Do you have any minor actions you'd like to do? Um, no, I'm good as is. All right, we move on to Melek. I will raise my orb. And cast Grasping Shadows. Grasping Shadows, all right. What's that look like? uh, Mostly shadows, so sort of (laughs) like that. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Um, It is a burst one within ten squares. All right. Uh, If I knew how to... I think you just click... Ah, there you go. That square right All right, so the there. same place that uh, seems to be a popular square. that, that Ren's square. Grasping Good Waters square. went down is now watery and shadowy. Yes. <laughs> Shadows will writhe in the designated area and continue that neighborhood to my next turn. Apart. All right, so we'll do the same thing. It doesn't uh, sound so bad. Any of these guys survive, that, uh, they're going to be like, shadowy water, oh, God, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's start with the kobold at the top and then move uh, down to the goblins. Give me some All right. Goals. I get a plus seven. It is versus Will. All right. my first roll. Nine versus Will. All right. That guy does not seem very impressed by your shadows. That guy seems uh, way more impressed. <laughs> plus, I have a plus one bonus against bloodied foes. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, yeah he's pretty uh, shadowy. How about this last guy? Yeah. Oh. Also, also very much in shadow. All right. So what, is that, what effect does that have on these two goblins? Well, it just makes it dark. It. <laughs> yeah. It's not a big deal. It's just a little moodier. <laughs> It's Mood music. They've become very power. emo. Uh, on hit, it is 1d8 plus my int modifier of 5 psychic damage, and they are slowed until the end of my next turn. All right. Tell me about damage for these two guys. Uh, hang on. So yeah, you only have to roll once for damage for them. All right. 1d8 plus 5. All right. 8. So they each take 8 points of damage. And the effect is that any ent- creature that enters the area of the Grasping Shadows will take five psychic damage and be slowed. Okay. All right. And so these two guys who are in here are also already slowed. So I'll find here. they got little snails. 
Neat. So cute. <laughs> Excellent. All right. They are looking kind of sluggish. Um, Snailish. They seem to be moving like they're in molasses. <laughs> not a great morning for the goblin cutthroats. They are not having the best day. Um, you have moved and use a... Or did you even move? I did move? not move. You didn't even move. No. Would you like to move or do anything else? I kind of like it out where I am. No. No, I'm going to move... There's, a, there's, a, there's available pillars. <laughs> I'm going to move into the bu- into the room just in case the doors suddenly slam. Always a good call. Oh. All and right. I'm cool. It is time for the goblin cutthroats who are slowed. One of them is bloodied, <laughs> and there's like they're like a little bit waterlogged at this point too, <laughs> and shadowy, not having the best day. Well, I think even though they are going to risk a follow up attack from Cat by leaving that area, I think they do not want to stay there. They are armed with little daggers. It seems like. Really, their only chance here is to uh, to get out of this area and uh, Ooh, and they have daggers. And, and Kill them, guys! Dance. I want them. <laughs> so um, now they are slowed, which is going to impede them. I believe Dan probably their best thing they could do is charge. They could move and charge out of that area. Indeed. So they're going to do that. They are going to scoot forward and charge Peter. But I guess we get to find out what happens with Cap's attack first because. I don't know. Maybe one or more of them will be dead before they get. Well, I think only this middle one is is vulnerable. To vulnerable that. because the, you did not hit the bottom one. All right, so, so let's th- start so with that him. guy lurches forward and cat. Rolling twenty-seven. He's definitely going to. That's a crit. critical, I believe. Ouch. <laughs> oh yep, yep it is. Wait, no, you didn't. You I don't think you rolled. I think you typed twenty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see your tricks. Cheat to win. Always a winning strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typing high numbers. See, that's how you're supposed to do it. 24. That's, That's still pretty, pretty good. good. All right. <laughs> what kind of damage is that? You do take a minus goblin? 24 penalty for cheating. <laughs> Wait, how can you tell what she even rolled? I, I, I don't see. It her. says 20, not d20. It doesn't have the nice little die icon behind oh. it. Oh. That's that's it's typing problem. Subtle. All right. So unfortunately, my secondary attack doesn't do any damage, but he is knocked prone. <laughs> oh, okay. So he ain't going nowhere. So he takes a step to go forward, and instead, oh, I think just, she got it. Falls flat on his face due to the the shadowy water all around him. Yes, and now he has combat advantage, right? To he creatures grant, adjacent to him. Yes. Well, advantage. let's see. I'll uh, let me see if I can find a way to. Dan will find a, a prone symbol for him to go with his little snail sad symbol. But that first one is going to make it across the room to Peter. I believe. All right. So this guy's going to charge right up on Peter. So Peter. Yep. Um, he is going to just try and poke at you with his little dagger. Okay. Uh, Dan, you want to roll in a, a dagger attack? Um. Not the first time dagger, someone's done sword. that. Sword. All right, it's actually a short sword. Yeah, it wow, looks, it's a large a, dagger. What kind of a training paladin place did you go so, to? <laughs> that is a uh, twenty-two versus AC, yeah, I believe, me. with the charge. Yeah. All right, a paladin by male course. He does not have combat advantage on you, um, but he will. So he'll do nine damage. So he jabs Peter right in the side with his pointy little goblin short sword. In addition, Ow. because goblins, you may not know this, are shifty. Um, so he can, in fact, he does that. He runs right up to you and stabs you. And then he does kind of a little dance sidestep over to here. It doesn't seem that slowed. Does it he provoke attacks of opportunity? It doesn't seem that this? slowed because his slowed uh, reduces his speed to two. So he basically moved, then charged. And then as part of his hitting, he got to, like, dance over. So, yes, that is true. He is not super slowed, slow but this dance, other guy so is totally knocked out. He All right. So All right, I think that's it for the goblins. That's it for the goblins. We move on to the kobold slingers. Well, the kobolds—they have their little uh, slingshots with uh, bandoliers of clay pots, and they're they're ready. Um, they're just going to fire uh, two more. Now, I'd say um, 
the top one is definitely going to go right for Peter. Are you sure um, the guy who accidentally shot a pot already is ready again? He Does uses a minor a action to load his, uh, his little uh, sling. Uh, um, you know, they were thinking about just you. Just keeping Alistair. you honest, guys. And in fact, the other one will target Alestrin. <laughs> <laughs> Talking back. Talking back gets you targeted. Alestrin does have cover, um, but... <laughs> Pillars! Pillars. Um, so, um, why doesn't uh, the Kobold Slinger number one take a shot on uh, Alestrin, but he'll, he'll take a minus two penalty to that due to the uh, Due to the cover. cover. All right, yeah. he fires away. 24 versus AC, so, so that's a 22 versus AC. Yeah, that hits. All right, so that does... Uh, Which guy was that? Is that this top guy? Yeah. That's the top guy, yep. All right, I want to know who I need to take revenge against. <laughs> All right, so that explodes, as you saw earlier, into what appears to be glue. So you are covered in glue, and you're kind of stuck in place. You are immobilized. Oh, no. It's all right. I'm behind a pillar. It's cool. You also take six damage. Oh, come on. Glue damage. For glue? Hot, hot, hot glue? I mean, break. you got hit with a clay pot full of glue. That hurts. Ow. Let's see. Do I have to explain pot to you, Lustrin? Cobalt pots? It's, it's, All it's right. legal in this um, province. In this right. Undermountain? Dungeon? Undermountain uh, is in Colorado, so. Yeah. Right, I'm going to give you a little net to indicate that you're slow or you're immobilized. All right, so you've been immobilized by goopy glue. I still uh, the other I one... took six damage from a pot with glue, but okay. It's really gross-smelling glue. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the other one is going to, to lob a similar uh, pot full of something in the direction of Peter. And that is a 20 versus AC. Miss. It clatters off your shield, if you have a shield. Um, and it looks like that one was also a pot full of glue. And let's see. Narrowly they... avoided a sticky Peter. That's good news. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> do they want to do anything um, to they don't. try and improve their situation nope. in life? Nope. Um, Surrender are, is a minor they action. Are not, <laughs> they are not very motivated, these guys. Um, I think this one, the topmost kobold is going to kind of scamper back a little bit and take cover. He likes this whole pillar situation that you guys have revealed. Um, and he is going to go, <laughs> Dan, you got it? Um, he was going to take cover up behind the top pillar. Um, and his friend will do something similar, but behind the bottom pillar. Now you guys can spend like 40 minutes lobbing shots across the room at each other, barely hitting each other because of cover. Fantastic. Awesome. Great news. All right. We're moving on to the worm priest who is, was cowering down in the corner. Uh, and then suddenly seems to, like, shake his head and come he to. He starts kind of, like, slapping himself in the face. <laughs> Wondering Get it what together, exactly Wormy. he was doing. Come on, put it together. <laughs> Everybody's looking at you. You can so do he this. So he starts waving his stick around, and he's doing some kind of hand symbols. Uh, and he is going to use his insight faith power. He's probably going to move up here, actually, before doing that, just yeah. so he's close to his buddies. Uh, Wormy's waving his stick around again. <laughs> so enunciation, Jason. Enunciation. Insight faith. Crumb crisp coating. <laughs> Which lets him uh help out his kobold buddies who each now gain five temporary hit points. Ooh. And if they so desired, could shift a square. But they're pretty good behind those pillars where they are right now. The goblins seem unhappy that they did not get any temporary hit points. Um, <laughs> Second class goblins. Yeah. And having done that, he starts whirling his stick around a little bit more, and this time, an orb of energy forms in front of it, 
And he's going to hurl that in the direction of, you know, he saw one person kind of hurl an orb of, of bad stuff into the, the room. So I think it's we're going to see some orb versus orb fighting here. Uh, Melek, Here's a What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Melek, that guy! An, an orb of energy arcs over in your direction. You I don't go waving my orbs around when I walk into a room, dude. 20 so, versus reflex. 20 versus reflex, Melek. That will hit me. You take nine acid damage as the orb clips you. So, so right. far, pot damage and acid damage. Stay in school, yep. kids. There's a, there's a very <laughs> subtle message here. <laughs> Winners are cold. Uh, we'll find out at the William R. Session. That's not determined yet. All right. Uh, I think that's it for the uh, the kobold worm priest. So we are back around to oh, well, not back around. We are we are to the rest of the party. Yeah, we're into the dregs now. <laughs> no, I'm, I've been waiting back here. All right, Peter Dragonford, show us what you're made uh, of. I'm I'm just doing a virtuous strike on that guy who's right above me. And is he flanked by any chance there? He is not flanked. However, unless if you, that pillar is your friend, you, that pillar is step, our friend. You could you move step forward. Monty is correct. If you shifted over to that square to your right. You and Rizwin would be flanking that guy. Heck yeah. That goblin suddenly seems nervous about his situation. Or cat. That also works. Yeah. Shifted. Okay, so I'm going to shift there as my move. So you now have combat advantage against him. And now I'm going to do my virtuous strike against him. Uh, What's my combat advantage? Plus Plus two. two. All right. 21. 21 nice. against a goblin, I tell you, that stabs right into that sucker. Yeah. What kind of damage does it do? Peter penetrates. Yes. Six. Sorry. All right. He takes <sighs> so six points of damage. Does that have any additional effect? Uh, no, that's radiant damage. Uh, oh, I get a plus two bonus to saving throws until the start of my next turn. All right. And as my miner, I am going to use the divine challenge to mark this fellow. All right. Uh, so he's going to, uh, if he targets anybody but me, he is going to be sad. All right. Let me. Uh, Melancholy, even. And we need a good uh, We need a good symbol for, uh, for Peter. There we go. Little angel wings. He's marked. Nice, Aww. nice. Divinely marked. All right. Um, so you're all set. Every time you kill a goblin. Never mind. All right. Uh, Lestrin, what do you got? You're currently glued to the floor. <laughs> yes. Uh, do I save against that at the end of the turn the, here? Indeed you would. Okay. Um, if you want to end your turn, you can save right now. Who can I reasonably see here? Can I spot that dude that's stashed behind the pillar that hit me with a pot earlier? I would say he has cover, but you could definitely shoot over at him. You you're you're, you're pretty good with really? a bow. Yeah. In addition, that goblin that you hit earlier is in the middle. However, he is prone which will make it a little bit harder for you to hit him. You have a great then, shot on that Worm Priest. And there is also a goblin who is being flanked by Because it looks to me like I would be blocked pretty clearly by the pillar here. But. You're pretty good at poking around your own co- uh, pillar and hitting guys. It's other people's pillars that are more going to be a problem for hitting them. Okay. You can lean I out, basically. Yeah, you okay. can, like, slowly with the glue. Is what you're saying. Yeah, you're, the glue well, you're, you're not immobilized. Your feet, yeah, your feet are glued to the floor. Your, right. The rest of your body is still mobile. So we did six-foot <laughs> damage with yeah. a pot you're, of glue. Your quiver you full of glue. <laughs> All right, I'm going to. Um, You're going to have a hell of a dry cleaning deal. Yeah, don't do glue, don't do pot, don't do acid, none <laughs> yeah, of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, man, wait till they get to the bugbears. It's just help gasoline. Yeah. Oh, boy. There's a message there. I, I have a battle that does, uh, it does 10 crack damage. I don't know if that's a thing. 
Very street, that's very, just sad. Very street, Jason. Very street. Yeah, I know. Except all right, all, all so my things um, are, are hero, heroic or heroin related. So okay. I'm going to go ahead and launch a two fanged strike against Ooh. this uh, worm priest back here in the back. And uh, I think I have to. Do I roll twice for that? It basically means you sink two arrows or both of your blades into the flesh of your enemy, causing it to howl in pain. That yes. sounds pretty scary. So basically, um, I'm shooting two two arrows at the dude, which means I probably have to roll twice. Is that correct? Um, I think this is one. Yeah, two attacks. Indeed. So yeah, roll twice and. Okay. If you hit with both of them, it apparently you do more damage. I do. You are correct. All right. So tell me about those two attacks. So here's the first one. That is a 10. That one will probably not hit him. Hint, 10 and below is not good. 20 and above is really great. Thank you. In between, depends. Thank you so much for that. (laughs) That one's a 15. I think he's telling you to roll higher. Uh, Unfortunately, that 15 one is going to go wide as well. Oh, jeez. Steve, you're a veteran from the other campaign. I thought we had discussed that higher numbers are better. He's a flipping priest. He's waving a stick around. How does does that miss? He seems to, as the arrows come next to him, he just sort of bats them aside with his stick. He's very concerned about it. All right. Well, (laughs) since, since I have a minor... Uh, left, I'm going to go ahead and uh, make this goblin here, who is the closest guy that I can see. Uh, he's going to be my quarry. Wow, this guy's getting year. all sorts of uh, <laughs> symbols. Lots yeah. of love for that goblin. What's a, what's and Steve's little dagger? Quarry. Look that gives like. me an extra one d six if I hit him. How about this nice little yeah. thing here? Um, incidentally, so who? Um, That's nice. Monty, did you slow these guys? Yeah. How long does that last? Uh, the answer to your question is until the end of its next turn. Okay, so technically these guys are no longer slowed. Let's see if we can load these guys up with so many statuses that we can't see the icon anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about Dungeons & Dragons is when it becomes completely unmanageable. <laughs> all right, Olestrin, you all set? Yeah, I can't move, so oh, I need to roll against... Yeah, make uh, your save. Yep. Yeah. Just roll a d20. Try and de-sticky yourself. Any modifiers for that at all? I don't believe so. All right. That's a 20. Oh, so wow. I think I'm yeah. you are, remobilized. You sort of just like grab a, a, like a dagger from your belt and like cut yourself out. I don't accidentally saw through the floor and fall through to the second level yet. <laughs> that would be on a one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and now I believe we are back around to the top of the order. Um, let's see. Is anybody in dire need of healing? I'm not in dire need, but I'm not dire. super happy. Okay, then I'm going to hit this guy with my hammer slash axe, whatever it is I have. Do that. Do the hitting. Yeah, hitting thing is good. Yeah. So I'm going to hit this guy. All right. Oh, this guy is so like? screwed. How did I d20? So the... This guy is like, hey, there's like five other guys. Why me? What, what are you hitting him <laughs> with, Sarah? Uh, I'm hitting him with whatever the heck this thing is called, Mordenkrad. Is, that okay. a, is there a specific attack you are using? Or... It is a melee attack. Would you like to use? You have at will attacks that you can use as much as you want, which may be better than some of your your like a melee basic. Wait, what is what is my at will attack? I believe you have one called um, Sunlinor's Hammer. Oh well, shit! I'll use that. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) My weapon is guided by my faith to strike true and weaken my enemy's zeal. Otherwise, you could just hit him with a hammer. Yeah, this is way better. Yeah, this, this is with like, a hammer yeah, and a, some extra god in it. Yeah, glowing okay. hammer. Okay, well, at will, I will smash him with my hammer. All right. Because he looks like a nail. And when he looks like a nail, 
Rickman yep. hammers him. Okay. All right. Did you roll a 20 on that? No, that's, uh, that's I have not yet right. rolled anything. Sorry, I saw the 20 last. I got excited. I was like, let's keep waiting for you guys to roll crits. Yep. All right. So let's roll see. Away. I roll away, and I, I, do I add a modifier? It's the same bonus. It should tell you at the top of that where it says Mordenkrad. I think it says plus something I versus think AC. It's plus six, I Wait, guess. Mordenkrad? Whatever happened to Morden Kane? I don't know. Uh, that's a he dude. Died. This is a hammer. Um, uh, it's plus eight, I believe, Sarah. Oh. It's all right. Just add two to that roll. One, is Big B still involved in any way, incidentally? There like, are, like I believe, some Big B spells. Right, I don't really have to do that. Slash roll, space, d20 plus whatever, in this case. Keep some I am not alive. good with computers. There you go, 26. Yeah. Yes. You also have combat advantage. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so he's really hit. Yeah, he's hammered. Okay, cool. Um, he's hammered. Uh, so base damage <laughs> is 2d6 plus 4 with the Solindor's hammer. Hammer? I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, it's it 2d6 plus 6 damage. Yep. So is that combined to 4d6 plus 10, or that's just 2d6 plus no, 6? 2d6, and then add 6. All right, I can do that. Um, 6 plus 6. All right, so you got 12 damage on that guy. So that guy yeah. was kind of distracted by Peter, who marked him, and you just basically wallop him in the back of the head with a hammer. He Feels is pretty good bloodied. about yourself, aren't you? Ouch. I believe that has an uh, additional effect on him. Does it? So Lindor's Henner. Uh, he gets, let's see, one plus wisdom modifier damage. The next attack the target makes before the end of my next turn takes a penalty to the damage roll equal to my charisma modifier, which is plus two. So he's like scatter. He's like yeah. You 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 ring his bell. Yeah, that's right. So if he next time he gets off an attack on somebody that is going to be a little bit nerfed because he is really still shaken from being introduced to your Mordenkred. If he gets a next attack on somebody, because I think he's got a lot of. People he has taken some damage. So he's it's, looking he's looking kind of ragged, but he's still he's still in there. At this point okay. it seems only sporting to give him one last <laughs> You guys decide, yeah. yeah. Um all right, are you anything else you'd like to do, Rizwin? Um I would like to let's see, who needs the most healing? Uh I need nine points of healing, which uh, is okay. almost a third of my I'm I'm Italian. down. I'm almost bloodied. I'm down at I'm 15 points okay. down. Okay. Well, since Peter, you know, yeah, yeah, I Peter. will I will then heal Peter. All right. This is Wait. I believe the second use of your healing word, which is all you have in this encounter. Oh. Okay. Just FYI. Well, you which know you, he's you're al- welcome to do. I he's almost bloodied, so yes. All right. So Peter can regain a uh, a healing surge plus some additional hit points, I believe. Uh, yes. So it's uh, plus 1d6 additional hit points, and apparently it's burst. It just means that any you can affect someone. You don't have to be next to them. It means anyone within five of you can be affected by this, but it's only a particular target. I see. Okay. Um, then, yes, you magically get to spend his healing surge and get plus 1d6. Great. I am feeling good now. I am. I, I, my, I roll my d6 and that's four. So that's eight plus four. And I'm, I'm much, I'm much closer. I can take way more damage, which I think I'm going to do. So yeah. All right. That's good. So, um, that's what Rizman, I'm here for. You've, uh, attacked and used a minor action. Would you like to move it all? Are you happy where you are? No, I, I like the pillar. All right. We'll move on to Flessa. <laughs> Hug the pillar. Well, I'm going to move over to here. I'd like to take this opportunity to point out just how absolutely cruel it was to name your character Peter, Jason. (laughs) He shrugs. All right, so I'm going to scooch over to here. And look at that, I have combat advantage. Um, Well, how far have you scooched over there? Two. 
Um, but I think you do not get combat advantage on him because you are he's sitting down, right? No, 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 this guy. Oh, on that guy, on the guy She's next good. to you? You're good. Sorry, my mistake. I thought you were targeting the guy who's okay. in the middle of the room. Okay. No, it's the guy Great. we're beating up. <laughs> yeah, that guy, he's he looks he's like there's more of you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ta-da! Give him give him a stab. I do a little flourish. I, as a matter of fact, I really do a little flourish. It's a sly flourish. Ooh. I, you know, wave with one hand and then uh, stabricate him with the other hand. Which let's see. Stabricate. Stabricate. Um, okay. And this is like for seven. Uh, nice. 27. And that's with a, an additional plus two if you didn't already take that account or did you? Oh, no. I forgot. <laughs> I was so excited about it. And then I forgot immediately. So 29. No, almost, almost into the 30s there. All right, so yeah, that's hey. that's definitely wow. going to hit that guy. That guy is so right. screwed. <laughs> Tell me about some damage. <laughs> okay, so first of all, let's see. Do I? Okay, so I get my sneak attack. Yes. Yeah. No. How do I? Okay, this is a lot of damage rolling. I don't. I haven't actually had to do this yet. So it's roll the regular damage, which is d four. Plus one. I can't. It would be easier if I could actually reach my keyboard. So how do you roll two dice in the same roll, or should I just do it separately and add them together? Which it's is entirely up to you. Um, you can do roll like d4 plus 2d6 plus something. Like you just keep adding pluses between them, essentially. Do I have to type roll for each separate die? No, I think you can just type slash roll d4 plus 2d6 plus whatever modifier you want. Okay. Plus, oh, well, I'll try it then. 2D, except that it's 2D8. According Even to better. This. Way more Ds. 2D8. Most Ds. Plus, and I do get, it, it says I get plus one to damage rolls against a creature granting combat advantage to Indeed. me. So that's 2D8 plus one. Okay. <laughs> there you go, 22. Oh. So a D4 plus seven so... and 2D8 plus one. That goblin had so many stories to tell. His kidneys kid. were like, his kidneys were like outlined in neon. I was just like, oh, right there. That Sam. goblin collected model trains. He had so many, so many. It's stars. possible you stabbed him ooh, so hard that you ooh. just vaporized him. Yeah. <laughs> if so, he's carrying a model train, I am so picking that. Yeah, you stab through the model train into his kidneys uh, as you deal twenty-two points of damage to that already Aww. barely alive goblin. <laughs> that poor goblin Sorry, had model train. that poor goblin had four hit points. I, I, <laughs> I, I think his murdered. friends. I think his friends murdered. in this room didn't like him Stabbing. very much. Let yeah. let Billy just uh, do what he does. Oh yeah. man! So Everyone one of else goblin... get behind pillars or <laughs> flung it... themselves to the floor. That other goblin is now dedicated to murdering you all and returning the you know the yeah, slightly that, that, bent, other... that bent model trained that child other goblin to yells... the goblin's child. <laughs> Jimmy, no, no way! That model train is mine. I, mean, I am you going did, to you did you did <laughs> I throw a dagger. It. Well, uh, it, so all right, Felissa, have it's you? A little, it's a little used. Is that uh, have you done enough damage on your turn, or do you have anything else you'd like to do? <laughs> Um, would like to, like to continue your murder spree? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to use my minor action to kind of like wipe off some of the blood that's splattered <laughs> on That's a free face. action. <laughs> oh, oh, well. All right. Well, that'll be that a is, out a wet nap. You dead, get a free action. A dead goblin. <laughs> All right, cat. You just saw Flessa murder a goblin in, well, not cold blood, but you know. Hot, sticky goblin blood. No, this blood's kind of warm. Goblin blood. blood. Uh, in sticky goblin blood. Um, well, I think I'm going to go after the other goblin, given how he's just sitting there. Um, <laughs> just minding his own business. Watching, lying watching on the his, floor. Watching potentially, his play, 
potentially playing dead. <laughs> eh. Um, I'm going to use a jolt of lightning. Oh boy. Um. Now that goblin is harder to hit because he is on the floor. Because he's prone. Because you knocked him down. I did. Um, that's all. Wait, that's only if um ranged, right? That's not area. Correct. Maybe I'll just do another grasping tide then. You, you could certainly, certainly do that. Um. Yeah, let's do that. So we'll do another grasping tide, um, and drop a burst okay. here. Okay. Plus seven. 23. Yeah, I'm going to say that goblin is suddenly just like drowning in an inch of water. Uh, how much damage, He's already prone. How much damage does that do? Do you get co- combat advantage? No, you do not. You get neither combat advantage nor take a penalty with an area attack. Uh, okay, that's fine. Um, he is going to take D6 plus 5. It's going to take 6 damage. Um, and again... He drowns in, in an inch of water. <laughs> Dan, I really feel like I was too emotionally attached to the first two goblins they met. <laughs> Sorry about that. Like, this is really dark now. <laughs> I don't I don't know if we can go on. Never even learned his name. <laughs> it was Tim. Poor Tim. Oh. What were he his had a small prayer what over were his, his hobbies, Tony. Woodshop. <laughs> Does he have any toys on his corpse right now you can find out later when you rifle through his only belongings <laughs> we tried negotiating with him so little sadness all right cat are you all set i am all set all right so we managed to kill a goblin who loved bottle trains and a goblin who loved woodshop um it's not looking good for that goblin who loved home ec. anyway find out what happens next on our adventure with dragonforge and associates on the next edition of total party kill <laughs> Thank you.